Today's episode is dedicated in loving memory to Redfish and Bluefish, 2016 to 2016. Say Mrs. Doubtfire when she opens up the fridge, has the pie on her face, and she's like, Hello, darling! I love it. Episode 322. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. Man. How you doing, you, Sarah? You know, I've not even thought about this one for one half a second before just this moment, but you think Mrs. Doubtfire is still PC? Do you, like, you think it would still hold up? As, or do you think we would cr- cringe a little? Like, I watched Love Actually, and I was like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hasn't aged well. Yeah. So people are, um, don't at me also, Love Actually fans. I know it's still great and wonderful. We can appreciate something, but also call it out for maybe some things that are, you know. Sarah's on the defense learned. already. Yeah, I don't know why. I never saw Mrs. Doubtfire. What? I know. What? Mrs. Okay. Oh, okay. Susie. <laughs> add this to, okay, I'm doing that thing that people do with it. But, but it's I can't true. help it. This I do is need so, to see it. I only react like that when it's movies that I feel like you would love. Well, and it shouldn't have been banned. I mean, that was banned. Oh, men dressing as women. How dare probably, they? Probably, probably. Oh, well, so what was not PC about it besides that part? <laughs> I think just that, but that, but it's like the whole movie. <laughs> that's yeah. That's pretty much the entire movie. Like I'm one. I yeah. I just wonder. I haven't seen that in a really long time, and just because of the. Well, like, I never I saw know. Tootsie either, but it's the Me neither. same problem, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, Maybe. he's a guy dressed yes, as a yes. woman. But yeah. it's almost like, I don't even know if that's what I've, I feel like, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it and then I'll get back to you. I this had a dream a, last th- night. Th- this is very incomplete. That I, was, I dreamt that I was starting a job and that I was in orientation and the- It's already a nightmare. To- <laughs> Yeah, it was a night terror. And one of the people in the orientation was a lesbian and one was a trans woman. Yeah. And I wanted them to know that I was an ally. So I was virtue signaling and being like claiming that I started this group in my high school to support LGBTQ people. I was so excited to do it, to tell them. And I'm such a loser for even having the dream. Uh, Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Did what, how... Many nights ago did you dream this? Last night. Oh, just last night. Okay, because yeah. night before last, I had a dream about supporting <laughs> lesbians and oh, transgender you're so people. Lame. You're kidding. I'm not kidding at all. But mine was a little what? different because I was in a relationship with one. <laughs> that is a little different. Yeah. I was in a relationship with a transgender individual. Mm-hmm. Who a trans uh, woman or a trans man? A trans man. Interesting. Yes. That would be a great fit for you. Right. That's what I said in my dream. Because <laughs> in my dream, we were like dating and then they didn't tell me right away. And I found out when we were it being intimate. And I was like, oh. yeah, no big deal. Whatevs. No. <laughs> NBD, no big deal. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Are you, so would you call that a sex dream? Yeah. Okay. I, guess so. I wasn't sure like how hot and heavy it got. 
And yeah, you know what's weird is that in my mind, I didn't classify it as like a hot and heavy sex dream. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was more like a, I don't know. It, it said something, it was different than that. It was like more of like a love dream. Oh man, you loved him. Yes. Wow, that's nice. And he was so hot. Really? But oh my god, that's like the part of the dream I remember. I was like, yes. Okay. Yes, that and- part was hot and heavy. And then it was like, oh, I love this person and I accept this person. Maybe that's that was really it. Nice, like, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Wait, sis. are you somebody that has a lot of sex dreams? Not really, actually. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Wonder how every that now came and then. Yeah. yeah. It'll just pop up. All right, but I, you know, I uh, practice self love every so often. So maybe it's just because I'm, uh, you know, getting what I need during the daylight hours. Self love is that what we're supposed to call it? That's what I'm calling it. Oh God, that's really. That's why you know we talked about that in my uh, sex therapy class. How people will say, "Oh, I don't have a sex life," but I'm like, everybody's got a sex life. You can be having a sex life solo. You still have sex life. (laughs) Like for real. I met people this week who, I won't say who they are because people will know who they are, who do not perform self-love and never have ever one time. Mm, I I think they're missing out. Yeah. Why would anyone do that? I think that's that's not what... I think you'd have to explore the reason as to why they don't do that. What is the deeper meaning there? Is is there some self-shame? Is there shame involved in this? Because mm-hmm. the idea that we should be ashamed about learning about ourselves and knowing what it is we like in a very like biological and natural, you know, thing mm-hmm. is r- incorrect. Yeah. Like we learn about every other part, how like the human body functions and, you know, to like, dep- I don't know. I just that, I don't know. I, I'm not like, I shouldn't say, oh, I don't know. No, I do know. Yeah, right. That's not what any book would, you know, any of the research would say. Yeah, if you're somebody who's listening that doesn't Let's just talk about why, yeah. Yeah, like maybe give it a try. And also it's layered. So there's so many things involved. You know, if you think about the statistic that says one in six, or uh, 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 one in three women, gosh, Mm -hmm. is that it? Oh, God. One in three women will be sexually assaulted. Oh my God, is that the number? I'm pretty sure it is. If in it's one in not, six it's men. something close to that. It's close to that. Yeah. I think that's it. Um, so if you think that 33% of the population or like female population and a lot of the male population too are walking around with sexual trauma in some way or like have had maybe the possibility. I'm not saying everybody yeah. does have trauma. That's not what I'm saying at all. But <laughs> there are like you have that untreated and then mm-hmm. people do things like disassociate and have like tonic immobility and all those kind of like survival reflexes that are triggered in those moments that yeah. then would be brought up again anytime they would engage in an activity that looked similar. So if okay. you're disassociating because of, uh, you know, past sexual experiences that kind of made you do that, then you would do the same thing in, it, it's possible that you would do the same thing in other sexual encounters even if they were solo so you'd avoid those because it didn't feel like you were connected to that at all 
Yeah. I mean, if that's the reason why they're abstaining, then I get it. Yeah. Um, yes. But yes. if it's just sort of feels scary or, I don't know, shameful or something, then you yeah, should go ahead somebody and give it said- a whirl. That it's bad or it's like, you know, what do they say to the boys when I was growing up? It was like, <laughs> you'll go blind. Off. Yeah, you'll go blind. And you'll get hairy palms. Who says that? I have no clue, but that was the rumor that floated around my elementary school at least. That is so bizarre. Yeah, you'll get hair on your palms, which is ridiculous. And we'd see I feel like it would really palms. seem like the opposite. <laughs> right. Like if enough anything- friction, you would just, yeah. Yeah, it's like a waxing. Exactly. What a but, funny yeah, thing. Yeah, so no, I, I, I'm all about that. And I think we should have no shame around that. And I think people should be. But I also think that there are people who are, not think, I know, that there are people who are asexual who don't have any sex drive. And that's yeah, yeah, fine yeah, too. That's fine too. That's a I'm percentage of the population of those as well. Yeah, Do you way know how much work. I could get Sometimes accomplished? Like, right. Ugh. Ugh. It really clouds my judgment too. Don't get me started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you should get me started on, though, is how much we freaking love mod cloth clothing. Love. Really nice stuff. I am particularly enamored with the range of sizes that they offer. Mm, um, yes. They have XXS to 4X, which and, and that's in swimsuits, too. Yes. And so if you're really small or on the larger side or somewhere in the middle, they have a suit that will flatter you and fit you. And that, to me, is like a big deal. Um, they have a bridal boutique. If you guys are at that age where you go into weddings every five seconds, yes, this is perfect. They oh, have and this is wedding season, man. Wedding season. And you don't, yeah. you know how you could go broke going to a wedding? You don't want to do yeah. that. Oh, yes. Right? Absolutely. Get something affordable. Um, I have been scoping out new bathing suits because everyone teases me about how many bathing suits I have, but I Not really me. enjoy you them. You know my motto. Yeah. No such thing if you live in Southern California. Right. I have a pool. We live by the beach. A a girl's got to have some variety. So I'm scoping out some more bathing suits. And you guys can get a deal now. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. The offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on August 3rd, 2019. That's 15% off your purchase of $100 or more at modcloth.com and promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only and expires on August 3rd, 2019. So get some stuff. Yes. Okay, Sarah. Question, question, Yes. question first. Did we talk on here about the story? I think we did, or maybe I dreamt it. The story (laughs) about the grandma who strangled the bobcat with her bare hands? (laughs) No. Oh my God, we didn't? No. Oh, I must have just read this a while ago and then put it in my memory. But For yeah, sure. that really happened. What the hell? So a woman was out in her front yard and she like lived in like a woodsy kind of area. And I don't know, she was like getting the mail or something. And a bobcat <laughs> jumps up, goes for her neck, like to freaking take her down. She grabs the thing in midair what? and takes, quote, direct quote from her, hashtag, no, not hashtag, quotes, takes it down, or hashtag takes it down, whatevs, and strangles takes the thing down. to death. But this Come is what they I swear, but there are, there are 
a few hilarious details to this story that I wrote down (laughs) because in my mind, I had thought we already told this. And I was like, for some reason, I thought you had told me this story. (laughs) And then I was like, Susie buried the lead. Like, this is the best part (laughs) about it. The funniest part is that she, oh no, now I know what she was doing because this, this answers that question. She was out in her driveway putting a bumper sticker on her car that said, (laughs) women who behave rarely make history. (laughs) No. Yes. And the other hilarious part of that is (laughs) she told the reporters that she had to be quiet because her granddaughter was asleep inside. So when the bobcat attacked her, she strangled it, did not make a sound, but had to go to the hospital to have some injuries treated. Yeah. Oh my broke, God. Broken fingers. Oh my God. She broke her fingers in silence. Think about As it. to not wake up her, her sleeping granddaughter. I mean, if this isn't a badass bitch, I don't know who, what is. Well, it sure is. But also a testament to how annoying children are that you would rather <laughs> silently get attacked by a bobcat than oh wake God. them up. That would be more painful. Oh my God, Susie. Excellent point. That is a oh, riot. I'm dying. That She's is like a mime. So funny. Yeah. Could you have just imagined silently screaming now, as you're being like, well, she's not, she is being attacked, but it's more now it's more the bobcat being attacked. Took that are, thing down. Are bobcats essentially the same thing as a um, coyote or bigger? Something? Oh, bigger. A mat, yes. They're kind of like a scale. Uh, if you imagine, hmm. Oh, if I say this word, you're going to think it's too soft, but like a house cat and a cougar. Oh my God. It's somewhere in between that. They're big. They're probably like the size of Bo, maybe a little smaller than Bo. That's my dog. And she was able to grasp yep. its neck. In midair, caught the thing as it lunged at her. Okay. That's really awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. And then and- she just <sighs> kept holding it until it perished. Yes. I mean, wow. it's her. The thing. It's her. The bobcat. That thing. Sure. And, and there are stories. I live in a, a place where they're. Oh my gosh! They just went in and you know, suburban sprawl over here. Built a bunch of you know track houses in the middle of these guys' neighborhoods. And by these guys, I mean the bobcats and cougars and mountain <laughs> lions and stuff. And there, every year, there's stories of bikers, people who ride in their bikes, who get attacked by a mountain lion. Yes. Wait, mountain lion. Yeah. Now, what's that? That's like the cougar. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just different, different area. I mean, I'm sure that like a quick Google search will bring me up the breakdown of sizes and then I can like show this to you to just kind of get like a, right. a you know, an idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because in my mind, it's like cougar at the top, then mountain lion, then bobcat, <laughs> then coyote, then regular cat. They all scare the crap out of me. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. They, I mean, these, these are an- hungry animals who are now pissed because you've, like, taken away their food source and, you know, replaced it with, like, stucco houses. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, good yeah. for her. I'm glad she's okay. Yeah. You got to watch out for your future cat, too. I know. The last people that lived in our house, their dog was eaten by a coyote. Yep. So... <sighs> I didn't, Mr. Miyagi's know the story a goner. Of all my cats. Or, yeah. Yeah, you got to, I mean, like this, I don't know if any karate is going to be able to protect him. From, <laughs> I don't yeah, know if wax on, Mr. wax off is really going to work with the, 
He doesn't have opposable <laughs> thumbs as to strangle the bobcat that could we potentially have, attack We have, you know, him. a camera that oh, monitors yeah. in. I've never seen any, so that surprised yeah. me. No coyotes or anything? Mm-mm. Yeah. Maybe they okay. only come around if there's critters. Yeah, and usually they're at a certain time of day. They're like at dusk, right? Oh. I don't know. I think so. Um, we, and nighttime, got, right? This is reminding me that I got an email from the woman that I was talking about on the show who's a doctor. Her name's Nicole, and she was at the Chicago meetup. <laughs> and she's the one that said, you know, how funny it is when we talk about medical yep. stuff. It's yep. like this, again, with the... Uh, um, the cats, like we don't know anything. We're like, I think Nothing. it's like a cougar and don't they come yeah. out at night? Nothing. But I'll tell you while I'm on the subject that she said she wanted to make a plea to you to think the TV show The Resident um, is not accurate. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she, I assume yeah. all TV shows are not accurate. And then as the season progresses, it gets more and more extreme. And so, yeah, oh. but I think that there are elements that should make us like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Be our own, be our own, be, what, as you say, be smarter than your doctor, or at least, you know, try to be. Yeah. I don't want doctors to be offended by that because I don't have a medical degree, obviously. But yeah. a, a, I should say be an advocate for yourself. Yeah. Like I one wish. of the stories they talked about was about a black woman who's giving birth in a hospital who's complaining, complaining, complaining. Her husband's like, something's wrong, something's wrong. She had just had a C-section. She had internal bleeding for six hours mm. that went unnoticed and, and they just like ignored her and said, no, no, no. And uh, African-American women, uh, die, like their likelihood yes. of dying in childbirth is four times the rate of white women. And that is an absolutely true fact. And they did a yeah. whole episode on that. And at the end, they talked about the real story that this was based on. So like those kind of things, absolutely. But creative license and like, you know, that I get it. I get it. Yeah. And exaggeration and stuff like yes. that. I, I just saw on Twitter someone saying thank you to black women Twitter because they advocate for if your doctor um, denies you a particular procedure or medication, yeah. then you should request that they put the refusal in your record yes and i'm gonna start doing that because as you know i've had problems with that you know what everybody should do that yeah make a note tell them to document it so that you have yeah i have been hearing stories about this right and left especially with mental health Mm -hmm. where they're like oh you should just suck it up that's not a doctor that's not a, a a a form of treat that's not how you treat something suck it up Remember, isn't a prescription i went into my doctor for very serious mental health uh, issue and that yes. the when i left the woman said well you laughed so you can't be too bad <sighs> see oh yeah. and we know the that worst. incongruent emotions are a real thing and that my uh, my friend i she just told me the other day kind of got the same reaction from somebody who she was seeking services from who said you know things really aren't that bad you should just be fine excuse me yeah because we've been sucking it up and dealing with it for so long and we're good at that now you're just gonna tell me i should just keep doing that you can stick it where the sun don't shine (laughs) but i should say our listener nikki she's wonderful and she did send an article that i'm going to read about why the resident is you know maybe not a oh, good thing okay, good. in terms of, yeah. so I'll pass that along as well. I mean, it's definitely for entertainment sake, but I think it's important sure. to, with yeah. anything, realize that there's yeah. what's going on. 
Yes, that this isn't um, all. It's fictional, first and foremost, of course, of course, of course. And but I sort still of, love it. Speaking of, um, you know, the human body and the way that our bodies, you know, operate and get sick and get well, um, there's a really cool company that I just found out about called Gut Right. And oh. they're doing the thing, you know how like basically all the nutrients that used to be in food kind of like went away because we yes. stopped farming responsibly yep. and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so they created this to make up for all those, they call them mod uh, mod biotics, which I had never heard of, oh. but they're basically those good things that go in your stomach that help keep you, I your need immune those. system. Yes. I'm missing them. I know I am. Right. And you know your body. I start to notice that like when I get a breakout or something, I'll think, uh-oh. The doctors, my dermat, this is the dirt, like nutritionist or gastroenterologist, whatever said, this is probably why I have folliculitis. Oh my God. You need it's this. It's like an imbalance of all of that, gut bacteria and all that. I need it right now. Okay. Well, here's the scoop. <laughs> this product helped kill off the bad gut bugs that are causing all the havoc in your body and gets your insides cooking at the way it's supposed to be and gets you back on optimum health. So Gut Right is the most popular product that they have. It's loved by thousands throughout the USA and around the world. It's basically going to get you what you want cooking in there. Get your gut right. Visit atpscience.com slash get gut right and get 20% off your first order plus free shipping when you use coupon code brain candy at checkout. Offer limited to the first 100 customers to use the promo code. So I got to do that. Hurry. atpscience.com slash Get gut right. That's twenty percent off first order plus free shipping uh, with coupon code Brain Candy oh gosh, for the first yes. one hundred people. Oh, I Sue, this is very. I like. I didn't even know this was one of our sponsors. I'm like really excited right now. <laughs> I know. I want to start taking it because I mean, I am t- I need totally going to take it and report to you guys because this has been something like I've got definitely an imbalance of like. Stuff I can't in there. believe they told you that. Yeah. Well, just that there's there's. It, I'm I'm constantly going back and forth between like, like I I need like a probiotic. I need that kind of stuff. Like I'm missing gut whatever. Mm-hmm. The like, good bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good bacteria. The the whatever they call it, flora or all that. Kind yeah, of like right. Yeah. Stuff. But Bi- something bio. Bio. Yeah. Something like biodome. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Where's that sequel? Oh my God, that would be such a good sequel. My God, for real? I want that remake. (laughs) There were some of the funniest lines from there. Do you want to hear about the history of aquariums? Oh, yeah. What if you said no? What if I was like, "Mm, not today, Suze? (laughs) No. I do feel like this is one of those things where, like, we as humans should ask ourselves, like, are we doing the right thing? You are right. Okay, good. Yes, that was the sort of takeaway from this Atlantic article. That's why and I decided I can't have birds. Really? Because wh- I'm going to take something that flies and has literally the entire sky as its <laughs> home and put it in something that's just two by two? Yeah, it doesn't And seem clip right. its wings? Mm-hmm. That seems like torture. I know it does, doesn't it? That is like flexing your, 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 uh, I'm at the top of the food chain muscle and we should not do that. Okay. All right. I'm sure we'll get some angry letters from bird loving pet owners, but 
the the point that you made is is basically what the article was saying. It was written by a scientist in that field, and she was describing how um, the first aquariums were on trains. You know those what they made the tanks out of like a train cart. Have you not seen these? N- I, I, my mind is blown because like the last <laughs> place that I would think a, a like a. a a thing that holds water that absolutely <laughs> is so uh, affected by movement <laughs> would be the first place we would think to do this. I knew this because it was in one of Lincoln's Thomas the Tank Engine books where oh the God. you know the sharks and all the fish were in each tank and people would come see them when they'd come to town. And um wow, they were traveling that is bizarre. tanks. Mhm. And they were super popular. And so we're so used to seeing aquariums that we probably don't realize how weird it is to have water in a clear tank with living things in it. But it's quite weird if you really kind of yeah. back up and think about it. And um, unfortunately, as Sarah pointed out, tanks that move aren't exactly <laughs> great for uh. marine life. Oh. And they were dying yes. like crazy. Oh my God, my, my heart's breaking for fish. I know. And they were like cooking in there because you can imagine how hot it gets. And you have to be really careful about like water temperature and things like that. I learned that the hard way. RIP bluefish. (laughs) What happened? I, when we moved, I, I didn't like, yeah, I didn't cool his water. It just got too hot one day. We like, like, I don't know what. Oh my God. You cooked it. I, I've, I'm so, I felt so bad. Boy, you really should not have pets. Sue's have two well, dogs. You've had a, you, <laughs> I know, but you have a lot of death. No, I'm telling you, this is like Suze. the empathy, like the empath in me where I just attract, well, okay, the fish, that was my fault. But I think I just <laughs> attract things that maybe are on their la- the last, Yeah, like I have this, I always pick out the sick dog. Mm-hmm. Or the sick mm-hmm. whatever, because I'm like, come here, I'll nurture you. It's the same reason I like Oscar the Grouch and Eeyore. Okay. All right. Point taken. At least that's how I sleep at night. Tell that to bluefish. I know. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't tell you the other half of the story that his buddy Redfish oh passed God. away just like the week I got him. They were f- f- fair fish. So yeah, they're carnival fish. Carnival fish. And the fact that this guy lived for over a year was already a miracle in itself. That really is. That really redfish, is. Redfish, bluefish, R.I.P. R.I.P. This episode is dedicated to red and bluefish. Um, so after the fish started dying like crazy, this is my they favorite were like, thing you've like ever said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a thing at the beginning of the episode. Oh my god! Like one of those black screens <laughs> that has like the year. Oh please God, put the date. Of, like it's it's it's. What you was know? the date? What was It'll the be date? like 2016 to 2016. <laughs> so great. Oh, that's so funny to me. I hope that's funny to other people out there because that really tickled my funny bone. <laughs> oh, God. I hope good, Linda doesn't need That was a knee episode. slapper, a literal knee slapper. Okay, so they started to be like, wait, maybe we shouldn't travel with these guys. We'll, put, we'll make them stationary. So that's when we started creating aquariums as we know them now. But that still didn't prevent the deaths because... The, Frankly, they're not meant to be in tanks. Be- because that is unnecessary. You don't need to say because. We, we know. 
<laughs> it seems like they're there. Yeah, we got it. Fish don't need to be sloshing up. Could you even imagine sloshing, sloshing up against the side? They're like definitely slamming into that glass. Coming around a turn, Tracy Jr. Whipping around those bends with Nemo in the back. Come on, I know it's recipe, recipe for disaster. For disaster. <sighs> so We're the same. Funny. We are. So the one thing that they pointed out that I thought was particularly interesting was that when people first saw these traveling tanks, they went to see them because it was almost like um, a level of technology that they couldn't even conceive of. And now when we go to see them, it's in a way uh, representing this pristine environment that we Ugh. can't even find in open water because there's plastic everywhere. Oh my God, and that's so, so true. Now, instead of it being about technology, it's almost like creating a nature that doesn't exist anymore. And you know, maybe that's painting a false idea for some people about mm-hmm. the severity of the problem. Right. Like, enjoy your sushi because you got about 30 years left, folks. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. The plastic. I'm watching this, uh, the, the new uh, David Attenborough show on Netflix called Our Planet. Mm, yes, it's so good. Oh That's my I told God, you to is it good. You were yeah. right, Suze. And mm-hmm. then I told Landon, like, I could not get him to sit down and watch this with me. He kept on being like, oh, let's watch something else. Finally, I just turned it on. We were captivated. Yeah. Did you see the one where the seals fall? No. Okay, well, spoiler alert. Oh no. It's so sad. Oh no. And but even Lincoln feel, was like, yeah. how did they get that footage? You know how you feel like that? Yes, like, that's what Landon asked the whole time. How did they even do that? It's the amazing. one with the dog chase, mm-hmm. the dog hunt. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I really was like, the takeaway, you know, this is me again talking about connection was how everything, like the the symbiotic nature of, well, nature, and how everything really is connected and how we need to be super aware of our role in Mm -hmm. this whole natural world. Yeah, we really do. Yep. It's our job. It's our job to sort it out. Yeah. This article, though, reminded me of an, another article that just came out that was saying that they tested all these shrimp in England off the, you know, in the water. Uh-huh. And they all had, 100% of them had cocaine in their system. What? Yeah. Okay, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Here are a few questions. Uh-huh. They were all tested from the same body of water, correct? Um, yeah, same general area. I am under the impression that perhaps this could have been a drug smuggling accident gone wrong and the same way that the Garfield phones all ended up on the shores in France, but we don't see Garfield phones everywhere, that this could have been drugs well, no, they did in different- that area got into the water and then it's just that area or are these all shrimp? They were, I think it's all shrimp because these, <gasps> even though it was the same general area, it wasn't all the same body of water. I should have said. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, what and they're the saying actual that, F? <laughs> they're saying that, you know, that people dump stuff and that's why they get all those weird hormones too, that <sighs> it's just a natural thing because is- of human, yeah, behavior. 
Oh my God. But the best part of the articles where it said it, like it wasn't joking and it said, but it's not the shrimp's fault. <laughs> like as if they're doing like I was blaming them right like you know the the bathroom attendants are knocking on the door as they're taking too long <laughs> right. in their little shrimp bathroom stalls at the cl- shrimp club and they're like crack is whack and they're just like getting their mirrors out and their little oh dollar bills <laughs> oh. so that's good to know it's not their fault you guys well that's scandalous but what's not scandalous is how great our skin looks because BioClarity is doing its job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We don't you know have what? to worry. I've, I feel like the uh, Floralux has been really helpful. Like, I don't, maybe this is all in my head, but like after being out in the sun, I feel like it cools my skin off. That's what I use it for. Oh, good. It's not just me. Yeah. No, I find it very soothing and helpful for, you know, anytime your skin's like, what did you do? Then you're like, yeah. yeah. Let me yeah, help yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I had a breakout after I went to Hawaii because I was using sunscreen. That, oh my gosh. You know, it's how that the goes. worst, right? It's the worst. It's I'm like you so have mad. to, but I get after two weeks on a trip or like a week and a half, I'm mm-hmm. like, I have to go home. Not because <laughs> right. I want to, but because my skin can't take the sunscreen anymore. Right. The sweat oh. and the sunscreen, your skin's like, screw you. So yes. thankfully we have this clear skin routine from BioClarity. It's a three-step program, gets rid of breakouts and clears and calms your skin, packed full of nutrients. It's just the best. It used to be the case that if I got a breakout, then I was down for the count for like six months because then I'd pick oh. it and it'd be a whole scene. But yeah. this really helps me nip it in the bud. And you can get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now for our listeners, you'll save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% on everything on their website. They have masks and serums and eye cream. It's an incredible deal, but you need to enter our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. So go to bioclarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. You guys know we love it. It's awesome stuff. Um... I have okay. a really funny, funny little follow-up for you. Yes. Remember oh, how yes. we talked about how the word bunghole is a real thing? <laughs> yeah. And it's on a wine barrel? Yes. Well, this one will blow your mind even more. And then we're going to have wait. to play a game of what the hell came first. Okay. A butt is an actual unit of measurement. No. Yes. And you know what it is? A wine barrel. <gasps> so tell me what came first. Are you, is your mind blown? Yeah, like I'm genuinely wondering. That's I, I, seriously. I like. I lost sleep last night over this. It has to be the body part first, right? I don't actually know because the first mention. Of, I ha. Huh, this is really funny that I, <laughs> I I totally know this fact because this is how much of a deep dive I did. No, because the first mention of a butt in refer in reference to our rear end was 1794. <laughs> no. And wine definitely was th- there before that. So you think this item existed and then it looked like a butt or something? Oh, yes. <laughs> what was your theory? No, I had absolutely no theory. Oh, Which okay. is unusual. <laughs> well, you've been busy. But it's the, it's the equivalent of 108 gallons of wine. You're kidding so me. So if somebody said that they had a big butt... <laughs> They would be holding 108 gallons in that rear end. I mean, that's about how many gallons of wine. Oh, no, excuse me, 126 gallons of wine. Yeah, 100%. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what my DNA is now. It's just grapes. I mean, it just cracked me up. What a hoot. We need a visual. Right. Dahlia, can you find that and like put a picture on our Instagram or whatever? Yes. I mean, yes. I got to see this butt. Yeah. No, and it all started with the video I watched on why do we call your bottom the bo- your bottom? And what did they say? It's like a really silly thing that the the term bottom is fairly new and really the, it was What? In a bunch of Yeah, like really new. We what didn't do you mean? We, we didn't I'm not even kidding. That what we did used they to call, call the it the bottom of something. It well, this is the thing. Your bottom is not your bo- the bottom of your body. Yeah. In almost no position Except for the boat pose yoga position, which mm-hmm. we are not in that often, mm-hmm. your bottom is never actually at the bottom. So what you're saying is the word bottom existed, but it wasn't applied to your bung. Correct. Yes, <laughs> correct. Okay. And like soul, the word soul, like the sole of your shoes mm-hmm. is like the, the, the root of that in Latin is bottom of something. Okay, so that yeah. makes sense. So that makes sense. But they, there were some arguments, like we don't really know like for sure, but one of the arguments was that it is the bottom of our digestive tract, which is really gross. Oh my God. Yeah. That is really gross. Yeah, and then it went into like why your butt is important and oh, how... Oh, this is such a cool fact. Oh my gosh, see, I'm telling you, my brain is filled with so many weird facts now after like watching <laughs> all these. This is what happens when all of a sudden I'm done with all the studying I have to do for school mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't stop learning things. What'll happen? Maybe person now. I'm a, y- yes, yeah. and now I'm like thirsty for all this information. Right. So humans at long distances can outrun every animal on the planet. What do you mean? I swear to God, we will get our ass beat in a race, in a foot race, like in a, in a sprint. But long distances, like humans, how long? and I, like over the course of like a couple miles, like humans mm. will outrun a horse. Because what happens to an animal is they don't have like what we are. A human body is absolutely 100% designed for running and especially for long distance running. We have really strong Achilles tendons. We have a shortened neck that helps for neck stability. We have a really long torso that creates um, like counter, uh, like a counter like torque or counter movement to our the swinging of our legs. We have the largest rear end of any animal because we're bipedal <laughs> and no other animal, like all other animals rest on their hind legs. Like we're the only animal with a butt. And this I butt- never knew it was pronounced bipedal. Oh, how I've would you say it? I've only read it. So I always said bipedal in my mind because it's spelled like a pedal, you know, oh. bicycle. I mean, I, maybe it's potato, potato, no, but no, no, I've always I think said bipedal. No, I like it better that way. I just never yeah. thought about it. So thanks for yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, wait, oh, go you're on. you're welcome. Uh, so what, how it works is because of this perfect design for running, we can maintain our speed and maintain like our body is designed for that. We have like muscles in our butt that uh, help us go for long distances where like you look at, um, you know, even cultures today that are still hunting in Africa and in, you know, anywhere where they're still hunting. And well, it's really just Africa that, that they referenced in this story. Um, but they were saying that, so say you're hunting an antelope and the antelope will sprint and it'll be beating you. 
but you just maintain a steady pace. And what happens is the animal eventually has to stop and it it tires and it absolutely has to rest because it can't go on. And by that, when it rests is when the human catches up to it and then they just spear it like as standing right there. Do you believe that what they're missing though, isn't the physical ability to, uh, run fast for longer, but the inability to pace themselves. Oh, maybe a little bit of both, but I do think it's, they're not designed like their body, the animal bodies are only designed for short sprints. Really? I'm shocked by the horse one. Me too. I couldn't believe it either, but you watch any animal video of like an animal hunt or an animal chase Mm -hmm. and don't, there are these weird moments where they all, even the lion, they'll stop and catch their breath. What? But horses? Could not, cannot run, run. We're talking like maintain their speed without taking a break. They could not do that for 20 miles. Really? They can't trot for 20 miles? But I think it's certain. This is what they said in the video. I believe you. I'm just like, yeah, this is shocking to me. And uh, yeah, so I learned so much crazy stuff. I was reading about how, you know how the Kenyan runners always kick ass in marathons and stuff? Yes, because they're the ones who have been doing this for and essentially maintaining those long distance speeds forever. You know, because they had to, because that's their food source. Right. Yeah. Well, it was kind of depressing though, because it was talking about how it's kind of like when you read about people that win the lottery over here, mm-hmm. how, you know, sometimes it's not all the good things you think and it ends up being oh, ruining absolutely. their life. Yeah. It's like that with the Kenyan runners. When they win the marathons, they make oh. money, they win prize money, and then they get um, endorsements and stuff like that. But they're unaccustomed to having yeah. that. And so eventually they run out of money and then they have nothing left because you can't really keep running forever. You know, there's an age limit on how much you can earn. And it was kind of a bummer. Like there almost needs to be a system in place to help them after they win to provide resources for, you know, money management or whatever. Everybody, like this comes down to education. Yeah. And everybody needs financial education. Well, and if I mean, you, people aren't getting it even in America. Well, for sure. But most people don't come into right, large correct. sums Absolutely either. correct. Um, and that can be really disorienting because yeah. the number feels so big that you think you'll never run out. Oh, yeah. You know, like I've re- I remember people I know that have won a lot of money on reality shows, for example. Yeah. Like a million dollars for me it would sound like, oh my gosh, like you could go forever on that. Yeah. but. That's just not the if you, I, It's so weird that you say this because like so funny that I, either I watch a ton of stuff or somehow you and I just like cosmically We're are in like sync. in sync because I was just watching a video on like this real inspirational YouTube channel since I've changed all, or not YouTube, uh, Instagram since I've like edited my Instagram yeah. to be like all inspirational stuff and I love it. And it was <laughs> a guy who was teaching about financial management and setting bigger goals. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, if you're 27 years old, and he did the math, like right in front of this guy on a whiteboard. How old are you? 27. Okay. If you made, if you got, like, how much do you, do you think would be enough? Oh, a million dollars. Okay. If I gave you a million dollars right now, you'd probably feel like, oh, I'm good. I got a million dollars, right? Well, if you pay, like, if you 
may had a million dollars and you spent four thousand dollars a month just say that's what you spent to survive four thousand bucks a month rent food living whatever and you didn't earn a another dollar in income you'd be broke by 52 oh that hurts yep so think bigger yeah. And really think about investing. And he was like, you need to get to the point where you are not living paycheck to paycheck. And this one, I was like, oh, that's high goals. He yeah, said, you should hard. be the, at the point where you're investing 40% of your paycheck into savings. What? That's wow. I was like, whoa, okay, that's, that's really a lot. Realistic for a that's lot of what people. I said. This was also a white guy. So I'm like, yeah, okay, well, <laughs> little, uh, some other things at play for some of us people. Well, yeah, like... That's kind of absurd. Women. There's only, you know, they'll say, well, you know, you have to Minorities. live beneath your means. Yeah. Okay, but there is a, a lower limit to how m- yes. much you can live off of realistically. Yeah. So, I and don't know. also the, 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 you know, gender or the, the, you know, pay gap in, right. in gender, in, uh, you know, uh, I hate using the word race because it's a social construct. So, like, what else yeah. do I call it? In different, Mm. I guess minorities. Ethnic, mi- yeah, and different minorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the trouble with the race thing. I mean, is come that on. Yeah. we kind of have to continue using the rubric incorrect term. Yeah, yes, yeah. because it it means something right. because of bullshit. And then I feel like every time I say it, I have to like, uh, you know, qualify it, qualify it, yeah. right? It's like I don't actually believe in that. And I don't think it's a thing, and I think it'll just be a matter of time before that's like it's totally a social construct. And you know, we're all more alike than we are different. We have more in-group differences than we have <laughs> you, like differences. Blah blah blah. That. Let's take a second to talk about something everyone loves, which is freaking saving money. Um, I've talked to you guys about this before. It's called Honey, and it's a free, totally free browser extension that you can put on so that when you're shopping online, wherever you shop, Amazon, Nordstrom, J.Crew, Target, wherever, and you go to check out, you get an alert about if there's a discount code that you can use or you can get money back. And it's super convenient. It takes zero effort to install, just two clicks and you'll start saving money. And like I said, it's totally free. They keep getting these tweets like, I was going to spend over $200 on Fashion Nova, but Honey came in clutch and helped me save $84. And it sounds totally too good to be true, but it is 100% true. I've been using it for years. Um, a lot of people don't like browser extensions anymore, like this one person that tweeted, but said, but honey is legit. It'll find the best prices on stuff you already buy. So you're going to save money on stuff you were going to buy anyway. There's no reason not to use honey. It's free to use, easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. Don't take it from me. Take it from those listeners and tweeters. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash braincandy. That's joinhoney.com slash braincandy. You will save money and you will thank me. Changing the yes. subject, did you hear about that dumbass who fell into the volcano? Oh, for Christ's sake. Is this just another selfie situation? Well, I don't know if it was a selfie as much as who he just wanted a better look. Falls in a better he, look. Yeah, he crossed over, you know, the old uh, railing <sighs> to get a better look and fell right in. This is why I'm a rule follower. <laughs> of course it's those uh, those rails are up for a gd reason i know you know what social darwinism good riddance. he didn't die though oh my god plot twist can you believe what that? do you mean he didn't die they, they, you fell into a volcano 
They said that he landed on a shelf. Oh, my God. And he was in there for like four hours before someone could get him out. He is so lucky. I know. And, and stupid. also so dumb. I really yeah. hope that he learns his lesson. How could you not? Well, I don't. Yeah. I what mean, if he fell into another volcano in two weeks? Well, it's like one of those, like, they get struck by lightning thing and then like three times that happens. He's like, this already happened once. It's not going to happen again. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are the chances? I'll be fine. <laughs> right. But More like those- what are the chances there will be another shelf to catch your fall, bud? Right. It, it's, oh. Whichever one it was is considered the most dangerous volcano in the U.S. And I just oh, cannot imagine sake. thinking I need a closer look. No. That's that. That's that. Was he a white guy? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Yeah. Though. Because there you go. That's like that where we were saying like in the last episode about how like, you know, men who feel like they're, oh, I won't, I won't get hurt. I'm stronger than that. Well, and isn't it surprising how many people fall at the Grand Canyon for that same reason? They oh, just want God. to get a better look. I'm and the-, the opposite. Me too. When I was a kid, I used to get terrified of my brothers getting close to edges. Yeah. I was like the edge police. <laughs> really? I'm like, maintain a safe distance. It, I remember being a child and being crippled with anxiety and fear anytime my brothers would get close to the edge of anything that they could fall off of or leaning over the edge of like a railing. <gasps> Oh, mm-hmm. it was like in a past life I, or something like that. So, like I, I either died like that or lost somebody like that because I am so scared of people falling off the edge of things. You know, even when we were at that Grand Canyon of Hawaii, the Waimea Canyon, you know, and we got those beautiful pictures sort of overlooking the whole canyon, There, we didn't cross any barriers or anything. We were where we're allowed to be, but it still mm-hmm. felt like this seems very scary. Oh, you know what I think this also may be? Uh, you know when we were talking about the movie, that rock climbing movie? Yeah, whatever Free Solo. It's called? Mm-hmm. Free Solo. And there was a line in there that said, people who aren't familiar with climbing may not realize just how terrifying this is. Yeah. And that having a knowledge of what could go wrong and yeah. having a knowledge of like, like a deep, like a... a, a you know, an awareness of your environment yeah, makes you more, like, aware of all the freaking things that could go wrong and all the dangers. And so maybe that's it. Maybe it's just total ignorance that this guy doesn't know jack shit about things that could freaking kill him. Well, okay, so think about this. Let's say you're where we were on the edge of the canyon, but there's plenty of room. You're not on the edge, edge. And let's say a bee comes over. Yeah, that's what right? I think. I always think, what if I have a heart attack right now? Yeah, so... What if I have a seizure? What if there's an earthquake? I think of all this. But those are out of your control, whereas I wonder about the human brain. Oh, when yeah. the bee comes over, why the human brain goes, oh, no, I'm scared of this bee, instead of being like, I don't want to fall over the cliff. Or how about when an animal crosses into the road and somebody swerves right. and then they end up killing themselves or, or getting seriously injured or crashing their car. It's almost to like your brain a- short circuits and yeah. misses the forest for the trees kind of thing. Yes. Oh it's my really God. Not good. That is a really interesting thing to think about. 
<laughs> so, so as Sarah says, maintain a safe distance. Yes, maintain a safe distance. But this is a perfect segue because I have kind of a cute story for you, a happy okay. story, if you will. Yay, yay. Uh, so you know how you always say that people are a slave to their last names? <laughs> yes. This 77 woman was driving and it was late at night and they were in a town that, you know, not very populated, like in a, a kind of like a, a, I don't know, desolate road, like not mm-hmm. a lot of lights or anything and not definitely not a lot of traffic. And she has a, an allergic reaction or some sort of reaction to her medication. Oh, no. And swerves and goes off the road and her car goes down into a ditch. And she's trapped and she turns on her uh, her hazard lights, but they're super faint and she's at the bottom of like this ravine. Oh, wow. So then, you know, not too long later, a couple hours later, there uh, a guy drives by, is like driving by and he was on the lookout for deer because he didn't want to like run into one because that's like the kind of place that they were driving through. Yeah. And so he's on high alert and he sees some like flashing lights out of the corner of his eye and he keeps driving and he's like, oh, it's probably nothing. But then gets this feeling like, yeah, you know what? I got to turn around. Like what I, then there's no way he would have spotted these if he weren't like on high alert looking out for deer and stuff like that. So this guy was being really Mm. mindful in this moment. Definitely not looking at his cell phone while driving. Love that. (laughs) Uh, And... So he decides to turn around and he goes and finds this car and goes down there. And this woman also didn't have a cell phone, so she couldn't call anyone to come Mm. help her. She's 77 years old. This is an old woman. Mm -hmm. If she were trapped down there for even more than 24 hours, like dehydration, I mean, it could have been a real terrible situation. So he rescues this woman. And guess what his name is? Hmm. Chris Miracle. Come on. Yeah. That's not a name. It is a name. What? Can you believe that? I think I that's can. an adorable story. It is adorable, but what the hell ethnicity is Miracle? I don't know. He's from Mantown, Florida. What? And it was at 2 a.m. Florida man. Huh. Yeah. Well, that is a miracle. Chris Miracle. Also suspicious. Why? I just don't think that's a last name, Sarah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is like your mom thing. Right, where I was like, I met a guy named Craig Numansky. I think he really likes me. And she's like, that's not a name. And then it turned out she was right. He gave me a well, pretend name because he didn't like me. I'll tell you, there are 20 plus profiles on LinkedIn with people named Chris Miracle. Shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> on LinkedIn. And this story is all over the place with his photo. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it just happened like last week. I'm going to look into this, Sarah. Yep, you should. Uh, I'm going to start poking holes also, in Also, the California White Pages has 11 records of Chris, uh, Chris, Christopher Miracle. Okay, what? then fine. Let's say I accept <laughs> this. <laughs> Susie, Let's like, say. I come, and also, let me tell you where I found this story on, like, it's a, a news network <laughs> called Good News Network, where uh-huh. they just collect good stories. Well, that's and real so, nice. Like it's good stories from everywhere. And Susie took the <laughs> Susie good, the one story I bring from the Good News Network, <laughs> and wants to tell me how it's, it's totally fake. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. Okay, wait, wait. Let's say I believe you. Okay, and yeah, I accept. Let's that say this is hypothetically, <laughs> she's come armed with facts. Now, yeah. what country do you think that that last name hails from? Can you look that up? Oh. 
Sure. Yeah. Because um, I did this recently with my my name as well. Because oh. I was just like curious about it. But I would think miracle came from. Are you looking or are you guessing? No, I'm oh, I'm guessing. I'm, okay, look, miracle, origin of last name. Okay, okay I think it would be, oh I want to say Welsh. Oh, I should have known. Now I'm what? into it. What? It's French. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And Catalan from uh, yeah. you know Madrid or whatever. Take that it back, so... Susie. I take it back. Thank you. I'm super into it. Okay, good. I want well, that name. Well, I love name. How, how, how quickly you'll change your mind. Yeah, well, because once you give me facts, then what can there I do? So it Those says also um, that's, uh, okay, a nickname. I think that, you know how last names sometimes come from things that you, do, like a blacksmith yes, or yes, yes, whatever yes. you were. Mm-hmm. This could have been that if you were involved in some sort of miraculous escape or from death or disaster, it says. Okay. That's awesome. I mean, come on. And so he literally lived up to his namesake. Okay, this is awesome. Oh, I just got goosebumps everywhere. (laughs) I love that. So my theory about last names is still intact. Totally holds up. Wow. Man, that is a feel-good story. One of my favorite tweets I ever did was about this scandal with a politician whose last name was Goodman. And he had... um, I think he was a homophobe, but then he was caught like blowing some guy. <laughs> yeah. And, Classic. Whatever. And I said, the two things got blown in that room. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> he, that guy was banging and my theory about how people live up to their last names. Well, you don't know what, how, good how good he is at, at that BJ. Blowing. <laughs> Maybe he's good in some other c- category. Yeah, my definition was too too broad. Right, right. Oh That's my hilarious. God. That's a good tweet. Every time I, uh, this past weekend, we went to um, Santa Monica Pier and you know how there's always on the pier that table where you can get your name on a grain of rice. Oh, hilarious. I yes. always think of you and how you yep. did that. Yep. That is hilarious. I thought it was too. <clears throat> how about how after we went to <laughs> like the- I got no follow-up to that. I'm like, yeah, I just agree. It is hilarious. Yeah, it's awesome no- and great. Uh, uh, period. End of story. <laughs> how about how after we went to the pier, I read the next day that they caught this terrorist <gasps> who was plotting to like blow up crap in Southern California, including the pier that day. Susie. Yeah. He had bought the bombs and everything. I don't know if I want you to tell me. Like, I'm having a reaction that I could have lost my best friend. I know. He bought the bombs from... Oh, my God. I'm, like, feeling like I'm going to cry right now. What is that about? (laughs) That's really nice of you. I just, like, don't ever put yourself in dangerous situations. I know. Not like you knew. He said that he wanted to blow it up because it would have been busy, you know? He (gasps) would have had a lot of carnage. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I was just at the... I don't know what they call it now. It's the really like Staples Center the in yeah. like downtown LA. Yeah. And I was at some theater that in there and that used to be the Nokia theater, but they don't have Nokia anymore. So I don't mm-hmm. know what it is now. Uh, but that's beside the point. But there were so many bomb sniffing dogs and oh, no. it made me genuinely nervous. Mm-hmm. Like I, tr- I, I wish I would just, I wish I, you know, I don't know, didn't have those feelings and, but it, it gives me a little bit of anxiety, well, not a little, kind of a lot Yeah. to see that and think like the whole time in the back of my mind, I was thinking, please God, please God, don't let there be a, 
something. Well, that's the thing. You just have to kind of go about your life, but know <sighs> that at any moment there could and be Landon's an issue. And Landon's in London right now. And oh, there's wow. something about London. I think because when I was in London, they had the train bombing, like the bombings. Yeah. And that was terrifying being... And that was like before, I mean, this is so awful to say, but like before mass shooting became like a normal thing that we hear about all the time, which is so Mm -hmm. sick that it is now. But I I mean, so now I have this, this like attachment or like link in my mind between London and terrorist attacks. And Landon's like telling me, oh, it's so lovely. It's fantastic. Like, this is such a great city. And I'm like terrified, but I'm not going to tell him that. Oh, wow. That's so sad. Yeah. I get it though, because I mean, there's reasons to be fearful, unfortunately. No, it's so crazy. Not to be a fear monger. Yeah. Well, this is why mm, this is why I love that good news good news network. And (laughs) shout out to uh Jamie on Twitter who um sent me the original story with it led me down this like most delightful (laughs) rabbit hole I've ever, wormhole I've ever been down. Mm -hmm. Uh, She sent me a a great story about a dad named Kevin Gatlin who designed, and this is one of those, why the heck didn't they think of this sooner? Mm -hmm. Who designed blankets with board games and like games on them for children who were in hospitals. It's so cute. It's like the cutest. What a clever idea. And- it's called Playtime Adventures, E-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. And they also sell them, like, you can get them for home. And if you have, like, even just have it at your house if you've got a sick kid so they're not just sitting around watching TV all day. And mm-hmm. the greatest part is he worked with teachers to design the games to make them educational. So cute. Yeah. And 10 hospitals have already, uh, you know, begun using these. But he said that the number of actual Patients in hospitals that are using them, you know, they don't have a count on because you can buy them and donate them. Oh, so lovely. If you're wondering what a little way that you can give, like, I just thought, wouldn't that be cute? You donate some game blankets to the, your local hospital. We should put that in the newsletter. Isn't that cute? So thanks, Very Jamie, cute. for sharing that with me. I found so many great stories. Oh, so we'll and end on a high note in this case. Yes. Oh, Yay. Yay, good news. Good news. It's a miracle, if you will. Ah, which now we know is French. Is a legitimate last name. Yes, not fake. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Well, thanks, Sarah. Thanks. It's been a pleasure. I love you. Aw, I love you too, Sarah. All right, people, that's all for today. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe and tell friends. And we'll see you next time. Bye. podcast is brought to you by weave podcast network check out all of our shows including the brain candy podcast i don't get it coffee convos and let's talk about it